You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. We're going to find out who won the donuts. Today's Honor Our Father segment on the Real Presence Radio Network is brought to you in part by West Dakota Oil, located at 604 East Broadway Street in Dickinson. They can be reached by calling 701-225-4292. So today we are going to honor our Father. This week uh, we are honoring Father Keith Streifel from St. Joseph's Parish in Dickinson, North Dakota, um, nominated by Diane. And this is what Diane had to say about Father Streifel. Uh, I know I know him somewhat well. Uh, not great, but uh, I know a lot of people who, who know, him know him from the area. So you'll um, be able to tell if what she said is... Yeah, I'll be able to tell if she's being truthful. Okay. So don't worry. Uh, but she is from everything I uh, I know about Father Streifel. Just an amazing man, amazing man of faith. But uh, I know he has great abilities to connect to people. And especially, uh, I know uh, my wife and also... Um, Long story, a friend of ours, uh, both have been touched by Father Streifel. So Diane, I think, kind of resonates with this same uh, idea. She wanted to nominate Father Streifel for this. Uh, I want to na- nominate Father Streifel at St. Joseph's Parish. I believe he has been with us for 14 years and uh, sadly will be leaving us on July 1st. Uh, he has been an inspiration for so many, always greets you with a smile, and his homilies are awesome. He loves to talk about the Eucharist and how it is the body, blood, soul, and divinity that we are receiving at Holy Communion. Um, Wow. Just beautiful. I think just that truth of... um, how he's he's a very relatable, how he's encouraging, has a smile on his face. Um, and I think really, I think what's amazing is we also see that uh, whenever we talk about um, the religious, when we talk about our priests, and when we talk about, um, even with Sister, Sister, Yvette. Sister yeah. Yvette earlier, is just this idea that we should be a people filled with joy. Right. And I think that's just beautiful to see um, our priests and all of the laity and uh, the religious, how impassioned they are with the love of Christ. And thank you, Father Streifel, because uh, because of that witness, you just got yourself a dozen a donuts. Dozen donuts. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I I think it's interesting how she points out that he loves to talk about the Eucharist, and now that we're moving into the Ooh, Eucharistic the revival, revival, I know he. I mean. He, Thank you, Father, for speaking up about the body, blood, soul, and divinity. Amen. I had, I, it's really sad, I had a confirmation student this year, and I asked him um, before he was tested by Father, and I said, oh, have you learned anything this year? You know, because sometimes you look at a kid, and you're like an eighth grade boy, is he even listening? <laughs> right? Have I taught you anything? Is yeah. it worth it? Should I just, you know, scooch out the door and say I tried? But I said, have you learned anything? Like, and one of the questions that Father was going to ask is if he had learned something about the Mass and if his participation in Mass had changed since studying confirmation class. And he looked me, this young man looked me in the eye, and he said, you know, before I came to your class, I didn't know what Mass was. He said, I thought it was just we went to church and I received a piece of bread. But now I know it's the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus, that it's really Jesus that I'm receiving. And I thought, oh... Okay, beautiful. And so when I hear that the priests are supporting that, that they're teaching that, that they're promoting that, I just want to reach up and just be like, 
give them a great big hug and say thank you from the bottom of my mother's yeah. heart. <laughs> well, and I mean, it's it's the essence of our faith. It is the source and summit of our Catholic yep. faith. Um, so, I mean, people might know I was I was not raised Catholic. Never in my wildest dreams <laughs> did I think I was that. going to become Catholic <laughs> either. But what it was was just the teaching on the real presence. Like yeah. that is fundamentally one of the things that happened. It was the real presence and adoration, mm-hmm. um, and just that that deep reality of that is who we are. Um, we fully receive Jesus' body, blood, soul, and divinity. It's not just a representation. It is not just um, a, a memorial. memorial. And, yeah. and, and we could go into a lot of uh, apologetics yeah, on the right, understanding right. of a memorial meal according to the Jewish tradition, but that would right. be a whole other segment, if yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. <laughs> but just the beauty of it. And, I mean, just when we talk and show uh, the beauty of the Eucharist, the beauty of how much God loves us, um, it's transformative. Um, I can't say it enough. Like, one, reception of Holy Communion. Two is another one is adoration, being yeah. in the presence of the Lord and and being in His presence and being able to just adore Him and just know of His deep love for us is so important to us being rejuvenated on a day-to-day basis. Right, exactly. Well, and I think it's super important uh, that she mentioned, I mean, the, the part where always greets you with a smile. We need to be living out our faith in a way that wants to invite others in. Yes. That inspires that goodness in others that hopefully we are projecting by our love for Christ. And and those moments that we have him with us in communion, when we receive communion or when we're with him in adoration, all of those things. And then when we leave that and we go out into the world and we're like, wah, 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 <laughs> oh boy. But then when you have a priest that's joyful and he's smiling and he's inviting, I mean, the the life in that parish is just has to be phenomenal. Yeah. Well, and I think you kind of hit that that nail on the head, that joy element. Um, Last night I was in a meeting and we were having a conversation on on some topics of evangelization and and sharing the joy that we have of the gospel. Um, And someone said, and it was actually almost uh, verbatim what Mother Adela, uh, Mother Adela from the Pierce Hearts of Jesus and Mary, she came and she talked at our pastoral ministry days. And P.S., you can actually access those. If you go to the Diocese of Rapid City, um, if you go to the Diocese of Rapid City, you might have to do a little thumbing around. You should be able to find pastoral ministry days. It sometimes will be PMD for short. Uh, you can go, you can click on that link that's there, and then you'll be able to actually request access to those videos for free. And I'm like, if you want to hear what we desire, she said this. She said, we should not be coming out of Mass acting like we just came out of a funeral. Right. She's like... She- She's like, I'm not saying we should be going down the aisles and saying hallelujah, praise the Lord, and raising hands and doing dances or anything. But she's like, we should leave, da- like literally almost kind of dancing out of joy and a joy, joy yeah. of receiving our Lord, but then also being sent on mission by the Lord. Right. Um, so those talks are on the Rapid City Diocese website. If you also, P.S., if you also reference that Brett Eckert or Karen Gibis was the one who Ooh. referenced you to it, there's a possibility for a little bit of a, a, a giveaway prize, I heard, from oh. the person oh. who uh, gets the most people to go to it. So oh. if you do that and you type in our names, be great. It'd be great. That's yeah, funny. yeah. But right. Even if not, even if the prize has already been long gone and given away, just the talks that she has and the passion that she has for the beauty of the Eucharist. I mean, it's amazing talks. It's well on, worth your time. Have you gone on and looked and, and watched, rewatched the talks? Uh, parts of them. Yep, parts parts of, them? of them. Are the MCs on there? Or did they cut us out? 
Um, uh, I usually just, even if the MCs were on there, I skip the MCs. Well, I hope they cut us out. <laughs> <laughs> so Karen, for anybody who doesn't know, Karen and Father Andre were, were the MCs for Pastoral Ministry Days. Comedy team attempt. Well, speaking of comedy teams... Um, Karen and I both had a little adventure this last weekend. How was your Mother's Day? My Mother's Day was very exciting. Yeah, let's hear about it. I I love stories. (laughs) So, well, uh, before we get to that, I'm just going to remind everyone that the donuts that Father Keith received were sponsored uh, on our Father's segment on the Real Presence Radio Network was brought to you in part by West Dakota Oil located at 604 East Broadway Street in Dickinson. They can be reached by calling 701-225-4292. All right, Mother's Day. (laughs) Mother's Day. Okay, so a bunch of my nieces and nephews are part of a local homeschool co-op, okay? And they had to reschedule their showcase for Mother's Day, which is fine. It's a beautiful day to spend with mothers, watching mothers who have homeschooled their children and being part of that adventure. And I always go to support my nieces and nephews and my my family. And this year, uh, this time, I invited Father Anjay because it's at Father Anjay's church. And I don't know, I bribed him with a dozen eggs and, you know, (laughs) the little things you do to get a priest to come. So Father Anjay comes, and it's the first time he's been to the showcase. And what did they do? But they shot pop onto the ceiling tiles and... The look on his face was priceless, but it was even more priceless when they started a fire. That was probably, what, a foot and a half, two feet tall? I'd go a foot and a half, yeah. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in there. I was in the back. It looked impressive from the back. I was sitting right up front. I was in the second row. Uh, (laughs) My kids are in the same co-op, and oh, my goodness gracious, it was just... (laughs) They they were doing science experiments. Yes, they were doing doing a totally innocent, fun science experiments. And while I happened to, before they were started the fire i happened to look over at father and say oh wouldn't it be funny if they burnt your church down and he gave me a look (laughs) and then the fire started and then the fire alarm went off and then we promised father cookies (laughs) (laughs) and he did look at me and say karen this is going to cost you a dozen eggs a week (laughs) so that that was that was an exciting mother's day part the other part of my mother's day got up and went, went to mass in the morning um, they asked what I wanted for breakfast. I said breakfast sandwiches, so we went and bought food for that and made our own homemade breakfast sandwiches. And then the three girls and I drove Darren to the airport because he has a job that requires him to fly out on Sundays now. And then we went to the Catholic schoolhouse thing, and I came home, and I just sat because <laughs> it was a long day and then we watched um sonic the hedgehog <laughs> oh okay so that was my mother's day how about your mother's day um <laughs> we celebrated it yesterday early my oh. wife and i is kind of what we ended up having to do the kids woke up woke my well when my wife woke up on sunday morning they cooked her breakfast in oh. bed and that at least we didn't wake up to billowing smoke out of the toaster that happened about a week and a half ago our son uh decided he was going to make his own toast and his older sisters kind of were there but not really there because uh, they're kind of uh, the independent stage yeah and so he started up and all of a sudden i come out 
I'm like, what smells? And I look, and I'm like, whoa! And there's just smoke rolling out of the toaster. So at least we didn't have that on Mother's Day. But the kids made uh, my wife Danielle breakfast in bed. And then um, after that, we uh, obviously we went to Mass. And a uh, great celebration of the Mass. Uh, had a Father Matt Falgren uh, in for Father Mark Horn. So it was nice to see Father Matt and in his element there, back in my home parish in Hill nice. City. Um, but then, yeah, we went to the Catholic, show, Catholic Schoolhouse Showcase. And then uh, I ended up actually going and helping uh, my brother is building a house for for my brother-in-law and my sister. Um, so I went and helped set roof trusses for a couple hours on Sunday. So, wow. Yeah, I it took my wife out to eat yesterday. Good for you. Good for you for making up for that. <laughs> I know, because I'm like, trust me, this was not my plan either. It's just <laughs> how it worked out. It's so. just how it worked out. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to talk more. Yeah, might as well. Might as well. Sounds Stay great. with us here on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. So recently, my wife, Kristen, she had transitioned from being a Lutheran to a Catholic. She learned so much through the RCIA process and learning from family and friends what it means to be a Catholic. But it's really through Real Presence Radio that she's really picked up what the Catholicity is and what it really means to be a Catholic, uh, what our Catholic social teaching teaches us, what our Catholic identity is. And uh, it's just so heartwarming to see her grow in her faith each and every day and uh, learning more and wanting to know more about what it means to be a Catholic and how she can go out and take this faith and this grace that's been given to her and share it with others. I have a friend who is Methodist and her husband is Catholic, and my friend often listens to Real Presence Radio coming to and from work so that she can better understand her husband's faith. She said she often surprises him with facts that she's learned um, that he was not even aware of. This summer, embark upon a journey with Monsignor Richter, Monsignor Shea, and Father Sattler to deepen your connection with Jesus Christ. As part of the University of Mary's Certificate in Prayer and Spiritual Direction, these courses will equip you to receive a life of grace and build a foundation for leading yourself and others deeper into a relationship with the Triune God. Join us Tuesday and Thursday evenings starting May 10th. Learn more at umary.edu slash prayer. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Well, good morning, Radioland, and good morning, Karen. Good morning. We are coming to you today live from the beautiful Terrasancta Retreat Center here in Rapid City, South Dakota. Um... Just a beautiful morning, a beautiful day, and as I always say, God is good. Just uh, had Sister Kath uh, Yvette. Yvette on and uh, talked with her about 
like how Terra Sancta came to be. Uh, then a big day here at the campus here at Terra Sancta with uh, both St. Elizabeth Ann Seton and the Retreat Center uh, celebrating the 10-year ten, ten dedication of the facility. It's um, hard to believe it's been 10 years already. Yeah. Uh, well, it's easy for me to think it's been however long because I've only been in the Black Hills for four, so... Oh, so yeah. it makes it easy for me. Makes it but easy for you. Well, it's I've been only... here since I got here. Yeah, well, so. same. I guess I've only been here about five years. So yeah, but um, just a beautiful facility out here at Terra Sancta, and I'm like, I can't encourage enough. If you're looking for a place, uh, confirmation retreats, even just an opportunity to get away, they just got the great lodging. You can stay here, and just it's a way, it's a place to just get away. It is. Uh, and then we started talking a little bit about just the beauty of the Eucharist, really, yeah. um, as we were talking about um, the Honor Our Fathers segment that we do. Uh, was hosted uh, by Western Dakota Oil, donated uh, 12 donuts uh, located in Dickinson to Father Keith Streifel of Dickinson. Uh, and it sounds as if he's uh, just, uh, he's moving. He's moving as well. He's been at the parish for 14 years, and it sounds as if he's leaving on July 1st. So, Father, blessings. Um, to Father Strifle in regards to his, uh, new his new assignment. And we saw new assignments came out uh, here in the Bismarck Diocese. Or uh, Diocese Rapid of Rapid City. City. Yeah. They came out a week ago or so as well. Yeah, so yeah. got a little bit of movement. And we've also been blessed with uh, a couple priests from over in Uganda have just come over. Nice. Um, Father talk Leonard. about joyful. Oh, wow. Father Leonard's a fun one. He's a he's a blast. He's at the Cathedral of Our Lady of Perpetual Help in Rapid City. And, and uh, he, he's a pastor there now as well. And just, like, the joy he has. And, and it's amazing. So, like, uh, what's amazing is to hear, like, kind of the differences uh, between – we had a conversation one day about the differences in between kind of over in Uganda and the United States. Um, because we're kind of going through and kind of looking at like our parish, the cathedral, uh, and looking at ways in which we can really kind of um, live out our missionary call, um, how to to develop the faith in our parishioners, but also to share that faith uh, with others. And it's a beautiful testament because one thing that he hits on so incredibly much is, so over in Uganda, he says a priest will have all these different, kind of, they're kind of like little subdivisions. He's says there's these little divisions uh, similar to kind of, and then there's like could be up to 50 of them 50 little subdivisions and that is going to equal out to one parish so he's like and they're kind of they're fairly spread out so it's actually kind of interesting because it's kind of a similar to like our area here like where, a mission with the mission churches yeah. assigned to multiple uh, multiple parishes to one priest yeah. yeah and he kind of said he said the thing that that we do is the church is never inward it's not the building it's the people where he says everything is out so he said part of the life of a priest over in uganda is to go to the people and to to be with them and to communicate with them whether they're catholic whether they're not to build relationships with the community of people who are under his his shepherd his his flock uh and he just says like it's very outward like it's not really honed in on a building but to go out into like he like literally said he stays with them so instead of drawing the people into the building right so the priest is say at the cathedral mm-hmm. and the people come into the cathedral yep. to the priest would go out to yeah. them instead of drawing the people to have to come to him yeah that's a different concept for us i suppose because we're we're so used to oh well i have to go to the church to go to confession yep. i have to go to the church to you know, I have to make that work getting there. Yeah. Well, and he's, he kind of alludes to the fact of when he, he says, when we go out, 
we then really truly know the people because he says yeah. it's more than just like them coming and like yeah. receiving the sacraments yeah. and coming for mass and coming for for reconciliation but he says you truly know the people and you know all there is to know because you, he says you literally will even spend the night at their house because these pair these little subdivisions so are so far apart um and i'm like it's a beautiful idea, and it's actually, he says, and it's also not just the priest doing this. It's the other parishioners do it as well. Huh. They understand this idea of the, Com- pe- the, the community. community. Oh, that's a beautiful vision. I know, and because it's been, it's been amazing because I've been having conversations with people lately in regards to kind of just that understanding of uh, being a community of people who share faith. Right, in that we know each other in a very deep sense compared to just congregating on Sundays, that we truly are committed to each other, that this community is this walk of people who are all desiring to grow yeah. in holiness and to grow together in faith um, and understanding like we have to be intentional about being there for each other. Right, because support doesn't just happen at church yeah. during Mass. Yeah. That isn't when you, you mean, yeah, we need support in that case, you know, or the community, if you will. But mm-hmm. there's more times where you need to step outside of, you need to walk out of your front door in through someone else's front door yeah, to be able to share that community. Cause that's what Jesus did too. I mean, very much a, mm-hmm. a, a Jesus type ministry, if mm-hmm. you will. Cause he didn't just let the dust settle under his feet very long. Well, and I mean, even like look at thing, think back to our conversation with sister of like yeah. that's what they did. They, like they the, went and they went and they went out and they made the difference and they understood it was going to be dirty. You're going to be dealing with people that uh, yeah. maybe are not in the right line of thought with uh, with with faith and religion, but like we go out, we go yeah. out and we change the world. And and that I mean the sisters are a beautiful testament to it, right? And especially going out again with Father Keith, with going out with smile, yeah. with that joy. You know, welcoming, going and doing with that, I guess, the gift, the gifts that God has given us, your unique gifts, but also just the gifts that the whole church has received. Mm -hmm. You know, to share in that, carrying each other's burden and, but yet being able to put it all into perspective and say, I'm here. God has put me in this spot. I am to do his work, not my own work, Mm -hmm. his work. And what is he asking of me? And the first thing is go. Yeah. Right? Make disciples. Make disciples. I love how at Pastoral Ministry Days, <laughs> go be a friend. Yeah. That's what you start. Go be a friend. Go be a friend. Go be a friend to those people in our lives that, that we already have the availability yep. for friendship with. And when we just live out our life and we make a testament by our actions, and yes, yep. also sometimes by our words as well. Um, make a testament to the beauty of our faith and the beauty of the church. Uh, because I think that's one of the most beautiful things is just the beauty of the church and the beauty that we've been given in the Catholic church, the fullness of the right, truth. Right. So one of the things that we have, beautiful gift, Eucharist. Yes. And one of the opportunities we have this summer in the Rapid City Diocese is to go out <laughs> Yeah. and and have a, a kickoff event for the Eucharistic revival. Yes. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, being uh, kind of sponsored. I mean, so it's really all hinging upon uh, the the Eucharistic revival within the United States. Right. Um, that was called by the USCCB, and uh, it's starting first off um, at different levels. It's starting at a parish level, 
then a diocesan level, and then uh, ending in a National Eucharistic Congress in Indianapolis. I can just see the excitement on your face. <laughs> uh, I'm like, I'm just hoping I get to go. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping. Uh, but just this idea that within here in our own pair with our own diocese, the diocese uh, is going to be uh, helping kind of coordinate the, the kickoff event, which is, yeah, a Eucharistic procession. The Eucharistic procession on, on Corpus Christi this year, uh, the parishes within the Rapid City Diocese, um, and uh, kind of one of the staples is through the cathedral. Um, so if you're within the listening area, um, joining at the cathedral on the Feast of Corpus Christi, uh, there's a special Mass, and we're walking down, uh, if you don't know the area, we're walking down 5th Street is kind of what the it sounds like. They're still getting the plans finalized in regards to getting the OKs from the local authorities for a parade permit, but having a Eucharistic procession all the way from the cathedral, all the way down to, it, it's at the band shell uh, right next to the monument. Um, wow. Yeah, uh, it's all the way down 5th Street. That's about it. They're going to notice it's a two us. Mile, I think it's about a mile and a half, two mile hike. They're going to so, notice us. The, yeah. They're going to they have to take notice of this movement, this revival. Well, and it, I think it's important for us to come out and really make a testament to what we believe and what we yep. hold true and important. Um, I mean, obviously, with first off, in, in regards to the Eucharist, is the beauty of it, the source and summit of our faith, but then also like making the testament to the world. Yeah. Like and not not standing on the sidelines saying like, well, I might join. It's think of how beautiful a testament it is if we have 2000 people yeah walking immediately behind our lord as he moves down into the center of the city of rapid and then having a time of adoration and benediction i'm like think of the testament it makes yeah to, because you can't you can't turn a blind eye to it no <laughs> you like oh there's 50 people i wonder what they're protesting today right. no there's 2000 people and what are they doing? What are they following? Yeah. And then just naturally, like, questions then. And that's a way of even evangelizing in of itself. Where we go right. out into the world and we don't stay hunkered down. We right. go out into the world and we show them the beauty that is the Catholic Church. And then the church is alive. Yeah. I, there's no other way of putting it. We are represented. We are alive in the world. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Well, and then... God can work through us. The Holy Spirit yeah. can work through us at that moment, touching lives, that one person who needs to be touched, who sees those, hopefully, 2,000 mm -hmm. people taking up all of Fifth Street. <laughs> yeah, all of I know. That's the hope. Um, that is the hope, to take that whole entire uh, roadway for oh. as long as humanly possible. Because I, I always have images in my head of like the beauty of that it can be. Yeah. When you look at some of these processions around the world, and you, they're just droves of people. And I'm like, that is taking our faith out into, right. into the world. That we are a people of joy, that we are a people of ecstatic love for the Lord. Right. And when people see that, like nothing, like people can't really be like, wow, well, whatever. Those crazy Catholics. Bunch of crazy people. It's like, no, the, the church, and that's what I loved when Sister Yvette was on. The church has been the fundamental player in so many elements in the world healthcare, education, like yeah. uh, helping orphanages. 
impoverished. The church has changed the world. And that and, and there's a great book out there, Apostolic Age or Christendom to Apostolic Age right. uh, by Monsignor Shea up at the University of Mary. Wonderful book. Read it because it brings to yeah. light the beauty of what the church has done in the world and what we are called to do now because we are kind of moving out. The world is moving away from the Catholic identity that it really had. Right, the Christian identity. The Christian identity. So. Well, that's great. Well, Rapid City, come out and represent Sunday, June 19th. There'll be more information uh, about that on the website, Rapid City Diocese website. Well, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to talk to our programming director and hear what's coming up here and Real Presence Radio over the next few days. Stay with us here on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. 